It's important that in everything we do, whether it's in our business or our walk with God, to approach our endeavors with intentionality. In the next six episodes, we will discuss how to increase the intensity of those intentions as a vessel of honor. Episode 7, SNS, Surrender and Submit. What's up, everyone? It is your host, Janae Moore, and welcome back to the Women of God in Business podcast. I am super excited because we have stepped into season two, and we are in the second episode of season two in our Vessel series. This is episode seven in total, and if you didn't catch last week's episode, me and my wonderful co-host Robert Sanders have discussed how our surroundings need to look as a vessel, a vessel of honor. And in order to be a healthy vessel and to, for us to allow God to do anything in our life, we have to actually allow him to, we have to surrender and submit with our yes. So this episode is titled SNS Surrender and Submit and I have Rob here with us. Hey Rob. Hey, hey, hey. I am super excited, man. Life is good and God is great. So I'm excited. I'm ready to start. I'm ready to start. Me too. So we'll pick up we'll pick up from where we left off last week. I want to start with surrender. What's the definition of surrender? You guys know I love definitions. And from Google itself, it says surrender is to give up completely or agree to forego, especially in favor of another, to give oneself up into the power of another. I believe that surrender comes before submitting. So submitting is accepting or yielding to the superior force or to the authority or will of another person. And of course, you know, that other person is the Lord. In order to fully let God do what he wants to do in your life, and notice how I say what he wants to do and not what we want done, Hmm. um, for his will to be done, we have to surrender to him, um, which in a sense kind of looks like us laying down all of our worries and problems and issues and desires in our lives, laying them before God. And then the submission part is the acceptance, the yes. Sometimes we don't fully surrender. We still kind of try to micromanage and hold on to certain things and have control over our life. But we need to give God our full yes and our permission, in a sense, to go ahead and do what he wants to do fully and not have any type of parts in relation to it. Mm. I have some Bible for us. It just plainly states in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. 
So, Rob, talk to us a little bit. Why should we surrender? What is the importance of surrender? And why are we even talking about this today? Surrender is for our own benefit. And we, a lot of times, we look at surrender and submission as, like, giving up or, like, it's perceived, especially, like, as a man, it's perceived to be, like, lower than what I am supposed to do or something like that. But the Lord showed me something here recently. And uh, we need to view God as a physician, as a doctor. In Mark 2, it talks about that Jesus is known as the great physician. And in order for us to submit, really, I think that we need to view it like this. You need to realize that you need a doctor in order for the doctor to help you or to heal the sickness. Mm -hmm. If you don't think that you need healing, you won't seek the healer. So you need to understand that God is a great physician and submission is your accepting that you need help, that you need a solution to the problem and you know our inability to manage our emotions manage our flesh manage just the the sin and the habitual sin in our life that is a sickness that is something that the lord wants to deliver us from and we need to submit first and surrender to him so that he knows that we want to be helped because uh you know God is a perfect gentleman. He's going to knock. But if we don't open the door to him, he's not going to push the issue. He loves free will. And he's going to, to allow you to reach out and to submit to his help before he actually um, goes through and provides you with the help. You know, like I said, as as a man, we we view submission and surrendering as um for lack of a better word, like sissy or like it's not in my manhood to submit. But asking for help is one of the bravest things that you could do. Asking for help is not a sign of you giving up, but it's a sign of you refusing to give up, that you are seeking support. And it shows that you need somebody to help me with the issue that I have going on. And God is the greatest help. And he's the greatest physician. Right. And exactly what you said, God is not going to force us to do anything that we don't want to do. And until we're ready uh, to accept the call, because like we discussed in previous episodes, he calls all of us and a lot of us don't answer it. And he'll wait. He'll give us that choice to accept. Mm -hmm. And when we do... And we fully accept it, fully surrender, fully submit. Then that's when we start to see things in our life actually change. Mm-hmm. So um, I've gotten a question a while ago, and a very important person in my life, love her to death or love her to life. <laughs> mm-hmm. She um, was just curious. She was going through some things in her life, and 
it got to a point where she was praying so much. She was saying that, okay, I just, I give everything to you. But the devil was playing with her mind. Yeah, trusting, trusting that God is capable. But we do. Mm -hmm. As a person who myself has been an overthinker and I with control issues and like like I had to know everything that was going to happen next to my life I had to plan I had to like if I didn't have control or just at least know like okay what's next Mm -hmm. then that that drove me crazy and that made me really worry and really stress out but the whole point of this surrendering is saying God I trust you. And when you micromanage someone, you're saying, just like you said, Rob, like you're saying you don't fully trust. You just want to see, like you're just standing over the shoulder just to make sure. But God doesn't want to stand over his shoulder. He wants you to walk away Mm. and let him do his work. So number one, relinquish control. Number two, trust that God is capable. Um, Number three, I touched on it in the beginning, but actually putting God back in the driver's seat of your life. Mm. That could look a lot of different ways. Oftentimes it is, he's not in the driver's seat any longer because we have placed something before him. Uh, We have placed something else in the driver's seat, something that is feeding that worry or that, but it could be, a person that's in your ear. It could be your worry. It could just be that you don't fully trust. So we need to actually, with saying that we trust God, it's letting him drive. And you know, when you're in a passenger seat and someone else is driving and they're driving crazy, sometimes it's a little hard to be like, oh, like watch the turn or like, (laughs) and God, he is a perfect driver. Amen. But the thing is, the path that he'll take us on is oftentimes not the path that we have envisioned for ourselves or that we would have done ourselves. Because if we could have done it ourselves, then we wouldn't have needed God. Mm -hmm. So when God is driving and he's taking us down these really strange roads that we wouldn't have went down and we haven't fully trusted the driver in the seat, then we might start to question some things. We might try to take over driving. Mm. We might try to, my, you know, just all the things that we would do in real life with our flesh if someone was in the driver's seat acting crazy or taking us in these strange places that we didn't agree to go to. Then, of course, you're going to be up in arms and worried and stressed out and not trusting. But that fully trusting him is going to get you to a way better destination that you would have took yourself to. Amen. I'm sure not many people know my testimony, but uh, I've been playing basketball. I have been playing basketball since I was like seven years old. And um, I just hung up the jersey a few months ago, at least for right now. But uh, basketball was an idol in my life. The Lord showed me that basketball was my issue. I had 
my identity in basketball. And as a result of that, my life was out of whack. It was out of order. I didn't have the, that was available to me because I didn't have my priorities in check. Everything that I did was in accordance to me being perceived as a good basketball player, having a good reputation, and then being perceived as a good, good Christian. And that is all out of whack because I didn't have my identity in Christ himself. And I was trying to please everyone around me through my performance. So my performance in basketball were the idols in my life. And as a result, I had like severe, <laughs> severe like anxiety. The Lord the Lord showed me that it was even spells in my life where like I, I had some like depression, some depression spells because when basketball was good, my life was great. But when basketball was bad, my life was terrible because it was an idol in my life. So I went through Achilles ruptures, broken wrists, concussions, all the, the minor aches and bruises and getting beat up from seven to 22. And through that whole time, I had that as the priority in my life because it was an idol. But the Lord showed me that your identity is not based in your performance, but it's based in the fact that I saw fit to send my son to die for you. And he loved me so much that he did it and he didn't say a mumbling word. And he went through the pain, the agony, all of that for me, even when I was in sin, even before I picked up a basketball, even before I had the idea of being a quote unquote good person. And he did it for me, even while I was sinful. So it made me realize like, that's how good God is. So I can trust the fact that he loves me despite anything I'm able to do. Now, my priorities are back in check because I put him at the forefront and everything is subordinate to that. So it goes in order. The de-idolizing thing is something that even I had to check myself on and examine like, what are my priorities? What am I putting my time, my talent and my treasure into? And is it to honor God and how am I going about that? That's good. That's really good. Just like you said, when if those things were your idols and those things were before God and those things were going bad, then of course you're going to get the side effects of the results of those mm. and how they're doing in your life. But God is so good and he's only good and if we had fully submitted and surrendered to him and his plan and he was in the driver's seat and we didn't let all of those things consume us we would just be so happy and so like <laughs> not carefree but just like 
wow, just so trusting in God because we knew we were in good hands. In your testimony, you were basically putting yourself in your own hands. Mm -hmm. If you let yourself down or if you didn't trust yourself, then you were getting the side effects of that and you were feeling terrible and you weren't yourself. But God has so much more for us. If we would give him our yes, then he could take away all our worries and all our cares and just allow us to be free. Amen. That kind of reminds me of um, James 4. It says to submit to God and resist the devil and he will flee. Once you submit and you put your priorities in check, then you resist the temptations and the wiles of the enemy. He's going to flee. And that hope, that passion, that expectation, it will rekindle in your life. And you'll have a fire and a passion back inside your inner man that gives you up for the future. Something that I've been meditating on is to not allow the possibilities of my future to become a slave to the mistakes and the trauma of my past. Because I am a son of God, my future has the possibilities to be so bright, so purposeful, so intentional. It's set. And set. But if I allow myself to dwell on the mistakes and the hurt and the the anger and that happened behind me in my past, I'll never have the perception to view my life the way that God views it, or nor the possibilities of what it could be. And that all starts with submitting to God. Right. So our fourth thing of how we know we fully surrendered and submit to God is that we will have peace that surpasses all understanding. You will rock, walk around here with so much peace, <laughs> so much contentment, that you just don't care because you know you're in good hands. Care, I mean, you don't care what the enemy your way. You don't care what someone says to you. You don't care if someone cuts you off in traffic. You don't care about all of these negative things in life that try to just pick at us and get us to react. You're not caring about those. You're not letting them phase you because you know that you know that you know that God's got you. Mm-hmm. And if, if you want anyone to have your back, you want God to have your back <laughs> because mm-hmm. he has to do every and anything so that peace when you feel so much peace in your life then that is a sign and evidence that you've fully submitted and you're allowing god to work and if your peace is being disrupted then that is an indicator that you have some things to let go of some things to surrender Uh, maybe you have some people to let go of um, but the peace is often just a huge indicator of what is going on in your life and who you truly have and what you truly have in that driver's seat. Yeah. And then it's also like, we can't get it like misconstrued. Peace 
it doesn't take away the fact that it'll be turmoil around you. You said that it's peace that passes all understanding. You have a peace in the midst of chaos. Like, it's a peace that the people around, like, how are you so calm? Like, how are you? Because I have the peace of God. I just don't have, like, I could be freaking out. I could be, like, OD, running around. I Like, but I have a trust because I submitted to God. So I was, when I played basketball, I was a point guard. And one of the defining characteristics of effective point guard is poise. And poise is a sense of calm in the midst of the franticness that's going on within the midst of a game. As a point guard, you need to be able to control what is going on within the dynamics of your team, controlling the tempo, controlling the the movement of the players control. So you need to have poise and a, a clear mind in the midst of all of the franticness, all of the chaos in the stands, all of the loudness, da, 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 da. But poise, that doesn't take away from the fact that it's going to be things around you that doesn't, that's uneasy, that's uncomfortable, because the Lord is always going to have us in a position of uncomfortability, because in the uncomfortableness, that's where we grow. So mm-hmm. we're not to expect that, oh, life is going to be all peaches and cream. Blah, blah, blah. No, my life is going to have peace, even in the midst of losing this or not having this opportunity or this going on with my family or this going on with my job. And mm-hmm. Even in all of that, I still have a peace that comes directly from God himself. Amen. The whole reason why we are surrendering and submitting to God is for a reason. We do everything for a reason. We do everything intentionally. They go, your word. It is important that in everything we do, whether it's in business or our walk with God, to approach our endeavor endeavors with intentionality. <sighs> intentional. So just like we need to be intentional, it's because we serve a God of intentionality and he is intentional with everything that he does, especially with us and in our lives. So the whole reason why we're talking about this is because something and some things come out of our submission, out of our surrender, out of our yes to God. So what happens when we surrender and submit to God, Rob? When we surrender and we submit, our lives fall in order. Mm. We have so much chaos, <laughs> so much, so many distractions, so many things in our lives that go against the word. But when we submit and when we surrender, our lives get back in kingdom order so that God can move in our lives. And when we hunt, God will honor us and God will exalt us. That's what uh, we've been reading in Luke, Luke 14. It says, and let God honor and exalt you. When we give God our yes, the heavens open for us. Mm. We are walking in so much light and so much purpose. We are doing what we have been designed 
to and created to do. Imagine our whole lives we've been holding ourselves back. Mm, that's <laughs> and deep. when we finally submit and we finally are like, okay, God, I'll let you do what you actually created me to do. Can you imagine the the magnitude and the blessings and the abundance and the peace and the ease and everything good under the sun that comes from that. So we're not telling you that like, oh, it's an option. Like you can submit if you don't. Yeah, you'll be stressed, but it's okay. No, like we're required to do this because God needs to have his purpose done and carried out in this earth through us, because that's the whole reason why we're here. Mm. So who are we to hold out our gifts and our purpose and our yes to God? He's the one who created us. Amen. So he really has the authority over us and he has the right to do whatever he wants to do with us. He really has the right to force us to do anything, but we know that he is a God of free will. He won't force us, but he really could because he is the one that created us, but that's just not how he is. So kind, but (laughs) (laughs) but that's all the goodness that comes out of it. You will be blessed. And not only not only will you be blessed with like material things and things that you can see with your eyes, but the deeper stuff that is spiritual, that is connections, that is not the things that come from God are the things that help us to live our life in a way that is fruitful abundance that is like glorifying him it's all good amen yeah god is good and you were talking about the the open heaven and the lord will pour out a blessing that is not that's not normal when you submit and you tell god like you have my yes the Lord is going to honor that sacrifice because it is a sacrifice. When you don't go with the ways of this world, with the mentality and the culture of what this world has to offer, and you choose God, the Lord is going to honor that. And you cannot be God-given. So he's going to honor your sacrifice. And in that, I think about, you know, the open heaven, the sky. And we've been meditating on this. Uh, thing called the eagle mentality and in Isaiah 40 and 31 it says those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not get weary they shall walk and not faint we have been commissioned by the Lord to take dominion over the earth and everything that is on the earth so once we submit, submission sounds a lot like waiting and being patient. So when we wait and we submit on the Lord, we're going to renew our strength, mount up. We're going to run and not get weary, walk and not faint. So let's let's have an eagle mentality. Let's have a, I'm more than a conqueror. I'm mighty through God. I'm, I have dominion 
over what God has given me the ability to be a steward over. And I'm going to do that to the best of my ability. And I'm going to be an overcomer because that's what the people of God are. And then people can see how much you're an overcomer and it can be a light to them inside of the darkness that they're going through with the issues of life, the trials and tribulations. But each of one of us have the ability to be beacons of hope, beacons of light, yeah. a, a tower, a lighthouse, each one of us. So we just got to know how to do it. And it's by submission. Yeah. Those that wait on the Lord. A lot of times God not telling us no per se but he's telling us not yet mm. and when we wait we're doing that once again intentionally because we serve an intentional God <laughs> <laughs> he has us waiting for a reason and he literally tells us in the Bible that if we do wait then he will give us everything that we need so that we can mount up like you. Mm. Yeah. So that we can run without getting tired, which means endure. Mm. So that we can have strength. It's not, he's not giving us an either or, he's giving us a this and that. That's so <laughs> that's deep. <laughs> that's tough. Humble yourselves. Submit to God. Trust Him. Give Him back the control over your life. And we promise you that you will start to see an abundance just pour into your life. You not only will God bless you, but you will begin to bless others and you will begin to change as a person. You will begin to get more kind and loving and joyful and and you just don't even know why you're so happy, but you just are because God has given you that peace and he's using you because you're allowing him to. You won't even, you'll be in the chaos, like Rob said, but you'll be in it with joy mm. and a smile on your face. And people will say, why are they always smiling? And you will have the ability to change and shift your surroundings and the people around you mm. and the things that are going on in your life the situations you have authority you God has given you authority on this earth but if we are not fully giving up everything to follow God if we're not sacrificing if we're not submitting and we're not surrendering to him then we can't fully walk in that hmm. we can't fully have that peace we can't fully understand because he has to call. We have to give everything. It can't be 
lukewarm. It can't be a little bit. You're on the fence. And you will truly see every aspect of your life change for the better. Amen. With that, we're going to leave you guys on a little cliffhanger because you have to join us next week for episode eight and the third episode of our Vessel series. Um, Next week, we're going to jump into a little bit of gifts, um, finding our gifts and our talents after submitting to God. And we're going to take a deep dive into our spiritual gifts. So with that being said, you got anything else, Rob? Uh, No. Go dominate. Go dominate. (laughs) I'm going to pray us out so that you guys can go dominate. Lord, thank you so much for bringing us here, for giving me and Rob the platform to be used by you. Uh, We thank you for the knowledge and the wisdom that you've given us. We thank you for calling us, God. We thank you for um, helping us to surrender and to submit to you and to give you our full yes. And we thank you so much for blessing us and pouring into our lives so that we can pour out onto others just based on the yes. And I pray over every single person that is listening to this podcast. And I pray that whether it's when it first drops or a year from now, that they will get the keys and the knowledge that they need to unlock everything that you have for them. I pray that they fully learn how to, and you make it a little bit easier for them to submit and to surrender to them, to you. Uh, We pray that everything that you have for them, that you do not hold it back. And we pray that they have the peace that surpasses all understanding and they have the will and the desire to want to submit to you. And we know that with that, will come great things and you will get to use us and to bless us and we are honored to call you our father and we love you so much and we praise you and we thank you for this and we ask all of this in Jesus' holy and most precious name amen 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 all right y'all we'll see you guys next week for episode eight